Greetings, fellow Guardians, and welcome back to another installment of The Hateful Geeks. We're going to be discussing a brand new video game drop that we're all really excited about on this September 12th, National Video Game Day. We're going to be talking about Destiny 2, the long-awaited sequel of the uh, cross-platform first-person shooter from Bungie. Big game, been out for a while. 2 is super exciting. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Welcome again to the Hateful Geeks. My name's Phil. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy. And this is Tim. And this week, we're going to be discussing Destiny 2. Woo. Three out of four of us here. <laughs> Woo is correct, Woo. sir. <laughs> Most of us here are extreme gamers. Uh, we've, we've been playing games since we were, you know, itches in our daddy's groins. Destiny Ew. has, yeah, Destiny has a, a, a taken up a lot. I think those of you who listen to previous episodes know that we've mentioned this game quite often. And Destiny 2 just dropped on Tuesday. We're extremely excited and we've been having a very good time playing and leveling up. So this week we wanted to kind of go in and review the game. And uh, our buddy Tim has never played uh, Destiny a day in his life. And we're, we're going to see if we can convince him to pick it up and play with us by the end of this episode. So, Tim, as a, as a gentleman who's never uh, been exposed to the Bungie Destiny universe, um, please, like, what kind of questions do you have for us? So, I've got a page full of questions because, like, because, like I play video games, but the, these kind of, like, massive online games, first person, um, I, they don't really appeal to me, and they haven't really since Halo 2, maybe. Get out. Uh, I, well, I'd rather, I'd rather to play Uncharted. I mean, I enjoy the Uncharted games as well. Those are great story, great characters. Um, Destiny's a little bit different. Uh, kind of a combination of a first-person shooter and an MMO. It's called an action first-person shooter is how Bungie's trying to brand it. But for those of us that are like year-oneers, day-oneers from Destiny 1, MMO FPS. We just call it awesome. I mean, we, we just do say, call it awesome. It's fucking awesome. I think it's, I, I mean, the first game certainly lacks a, a, a cohesive story. I, I understand there was a lot. Oh, God. It was problems awful. in the uh, production aspect, including music, plot, script. But uh, mechanically speaking, this is one of the most solid gaming experiences I've ever had. Uh, Even the I gunplay. I, I I noticed the lack of story in the first one. Wait, and, you, you right? did? <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't care less. You didn't even watch the cutscenes. No, uh, that okay. was that and, was going to be like that was going to be my first question. Is that um like wh because because I I enjoy stories in video games. Like Metal Gear Solid is my favorite game series, and that's it's very cutscene heavy. Yeah. Sure. Like, what's the and, story and, of of Destiny? Andy notoriously doesn't pay attention to plot and anything he touches, <laughs> unless it's Lord of the Rings. That's, that's the uh, that's so. The story. With everyone's permission, I'll gladly field this question. <clears throat> Destiny two. We'll start with Destiny one. Let's, say, let's start at the beginning. Yeah, let's just yeah. let's jump right into. It's only two games, you, so it's not a whole lot of catch up. Right. Man, let well, me paint you a glorious picture. The first one didn't have much story, so it's really like. <laughs> 18 minutes of story. Okay. Hundreds of hundreds of years in the future, long after humanity has like been expunged from the universe by what's called the darkness. Super clever name. I need a better um, voice. I need like a movie voice here. Hundreds of years. <laughs> <in the universe. laughs> 
<laughs> that was, like, was like Super Friends narrator, and I appreciate it so much. <laughs> Back at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> See, okay. See all. See all jokes aside. So th- imagine this: humanity is. Um, we we finally started to uh, expand in our own galaxy. We've we become space a spacefaring race, uh, and we come across a creature. Uh, it's really a gigantic spherical machine called that we dub the Traveler. Uh, think like Michael Crichton's Sphere, except a little bit less ominous. The, the traveler imbues a portion of humanity with this supernatural ability to control uh, a life force, like the light is what we like call God, it. He's like God, essentially. Okay. I think there's a little, I don't know if there's any, I think we, we tend to make religious zealotry out of anything. A friggin' acorn drops in the wrong way towards wind. And it was like, Jesus. Jesus, it. Jesus, I saw it. So he the traveler is probably Jesus more machine than, than actual supernatural creature. But for the most part, <laughs> it imbues us with the ability of, of light and we use this to harness all the energies of the universe. Uh, we have like a golden age of technology. Humanity is like the shiznit. We can do anything we want. We make anything we want, especially guns, because we're really good at that. I mean, humans um, just shoot shit and blow shit up. That's kind of what we more do. More or less. This is, yeah. this is what we do. So humanity has had this golden age, and then out of nowhere, the traveler's ancient enemy that we didn't even know about because it doesn't talk to us and tell us these things, called the darkness, shows up, and in one foul swoop, just completely decimates us, and we get basically put on the endangered species list on our own planet. Destiny 1 opens up with your character being like resurrected from the grave by a ghost, which is like a little floaty uh, ball, which was originally voiced by Peter Dinklage in the first game. Dinklebot. Dinklebot. Tyrion. Little floaty ball. He talks to you. He does all your talking for you. But for the most part, he like resurrects you, gives you light, and you become a guardian of the Traveler from the last city of humankind. That's kind of like their job is to, to put you back together when you mess up. Okay. Ah, but we we as players box. take on the roles of guardians, and we have become like the undead, resurrecting mega space magic Jedi race right. of humanity, fighting off multiple alien races that just want to just butt fuck our planet. So they kind of like play us. into the story of like respawning. You know, like how every <laughs> every game has respawning. Right. So, so like so like uh, there's a reason us, human, us, us humans can respawn. Right. That. So the, okay. the ghost yeah. is like the that's reason actually, why we can. That's actually pretty cool. They heal you, and then they you know you die. They resurrect you. Right, okay. So That's there's like really a lot cool. of cool alien races in Destiny, which is kind of like where the... Because this is Bungie. Bungie made Halo 1. And I know we've had some disagreements with Halo in the past. Awesome. Uh, but Bungie does good story for the most part um, and good universe building. So the, the three big races that we fight against are the Vex, which are like a hive mind, time-traveling robot race where they have like little like jars of like proto milk that are like... they're. So they used to be alive, but they've joined like this cyborg in an infinite race of time traveling assholes who reshape all the planets using time travel. So, so like a so like the Borg almost a little, a little bit. bit like the Borg, except they can actually go forward and back in time and shit. Like and they're actually change, change things to how they want it to be. And like you said, they're they have like bio parts to them, like okay. so they're not completely machines. At one point, they were actually like somewhat organic. But they're no longer that at all. And they, every, like you said, they're a hive mind. So every member can hear everything at once. Okay. So that's why they explain, like, a lot of times they show up all at once because they all heard. Because they've all heard, like, the telepathic, like, call. Okay. So the other big race is the Fallen, and they've actually occupied Earth and a lot of different different parts of it. They're like a scavenging spider humanoid race. Plus Uh, arms. And 
and you <laughs> nice. know, a little bit less arms. But the premise here is that they like have these this caste system where they're like really crappy little drags all the way up to like archons, which are like huge and have more arms. And they judge how powerful you are in their societies, how many arms you will have and mm -hmm. how big you are. <laughs> and the way they get big is they huff this stuff called an ether. <laughs> they huff their huffers. Drugs. It gets super strong. And like they basically want to just turn all of Earth into an ether farm. Well, that and they'll, they'll actually like, they'll cap their dregs so they can't grow additional arms. So it's kind of like yeah. a... Oh, okay. So like the max the forced, is like... It's like a force. Right. Like, like max is like six or seven or... Well, no. Max uh, is like, like, think, like four. Oh, okay. Well, six, I was just maybe. thinking of an arbitrary number. Yeah. Like, Yeah. But like, no, so like the dregs only have two because they got their other sockets capped. Okay. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I, I misspoke before. There's actually four big races. So there's two more of the big ones. Um, the other one is the Cabal which are like a giant space turtle slash rhino. <laughs> they are. They're like huge fatties with Big armor. They all shoot rocket launchers. It's like, they're and they're all a bunch of warfaring Roman tanks. Yeah, just think, of, think, think of like bodies. Mad Max Dirty, but with like armored tanks. Armored right. obese Ar turtle yeah. people. Yeah, kind of what they That's kind of what they are. They kind of like throw their shit together. They have like dirty ships that kind of, they produce like black smoke, kind of like the, um, from, um, the Reavers, from the Reavers, yeah, Firefly. kind of like the Reavers. Oh, okay. But they're not, they're not cannibals. They're right. Not, just the style of their ships and stuff like right. that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're 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 very like Roman Empire esque, like legionnaires and shit like that. Phalanxes. Um, the other race that's a big one is the Hive, and they're a lot. They're a little bit more Borg than the Hive than the than the Vex are. The the Hive are like a bio organic virus that like breeds and hatches and very alien-esque and yeah. they take over bodies like a spore slash uh, symbiotic. I don't even know how to describe it. Have you ever it. played um, StarCraft? Long, long time ago. Like the Zerg. They're like the Zerg. Oh, okay. So they're very animalistic. They're right. very, um, they look like bugs, a lot of them. And But they also have like magic, like dark magic they use too. Yeah, space magic is supernatural and technology play a role in the destiny. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a mix of both. Um, because it, a lot of stuff is technological, like the ghost, like, you know, your armor, your guns, stuff like that. But then there's also like some magic that's running, like there's different classes that you can use different types of magic. So, okay. the mix. So, as I was saying before, like the humanity basically was on the brink of extinction until our character, the greatest guardian ever, gets resurrected and we just just fight off the darkness, all these races trying to invade Earth. We beat them back. We defeat them in raids. Uh, it's a lot like World of Warcraft in that aspect. There's like there's like small raids. There's big raids. There's PvP. There's open worlds, uh, quest finding and shooting. This is all behind the barrel of a gun. So what basically happens is uh, year three of Destiny 1, we've beaten all of them back. We, Earth is ours again. It's the age of triumph. Humanity is back from the brink of extinction. Destiny 2 opens up with the Cabal <laughs> literally fisting us on our own doorstep of the last city and just destroying everything and kicking us out in, into the wild. Well, and but before we get to that, too, like there was, they did some expansions on the first one, too. So there was a little, a little some more story in there. Um, they like, they kind of dive into like some bosses, like major, like um, major faction like leaders, and like another one that is kind of it's kind of another race, but not really is the Taken, which is essentially it's a skin off of like the Hive, but he it's actually, all the races, it, but he actually can like take any race and make it his own. So yeah, They're all shadowy. Wow. They come yeah. out like big black holes. Okay. It's so that, really it's nice. Like, they look like weird. 
ghost versions of everything you've already seen. They're just really so it's, they look cool. Yeah. It's not really a race, but it's like it is. It's just its own. Like this guy so, can very much take everything. Right. That that's what I was just about to ask is because Phil had mentioned like year three of Destiny with the Age of Triumph and everything. So the story goes on past like the initial. Well, not much. Okay. So the first one kind of had the issues of the story. Like the story okay. was awful. Unless you read like all the grimoires, because they had like collectibles you'd find in the game. Mm-hmm. And as you unlock them, you could read more of these cards to give you more story. But you in know, the, on the website, not in the game. Not in the game. Oh, yeah, you actually have to go to the website. Oh, you have to, oh that's yeah. Yeah. So oh, it was wow. really stupid. Like, nobody's going to do that. Yeah. Like, I want the story in the game. I want to read. I don't want to go somewhere else and read it. Like, I want that. I'll get, get right. a book. Right. You know? It was dumb. I mean, it's it's like Final Fantasy stuff when, like, they put, like, journals. Right. And you find pages exactly. of the journals and stuff like that. So, yeah, they kind of worked that. You know, they, they added more on, but they didn't really add more story. It was like, here, go kill these guys now. Oh, no. Oh, okay. oh go kill these so, guys now. Oh, here's this new race. Go kill them. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's the thing, Tim. The the history of all these races and all the, like, the fluff and, and inner story of the game isn't in Destiny 1. You wouldn't know any of this unless you read all these grimoires and try to decode Bungie's secret messages and shit like yeah, that. Like, it, you had to be dedicated right. to actually pick but up on the that, plot of this th- game. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking is that like how like you, how, do you, is it something you unlock in the game and then like go to the website and like put in a code and then here's this like grimoire journal? It's yeah, essentially one. Much. So the in-game there's what they call dead ghosts. Yeah. You find these dead ghosts and you... They're hidden out throughout the map. You, they had guides on how to find them. And as you as you go find these, you earn what's called a Grimoire score. Yeah. And okay. as your Grimoire score upgrades and you unlock certain sections, then you can go online and based upon your profile, read the story. Yeah, that's that's weird. I don't like that. And I was not going to read anything about it. <laughs> right. And, um, and you're whoa, about 98%. So my whoa, favorite whoa, part whoa, about whoa. like when we played any MMO, if we played anything online... I did. I skipped the story. Yeah. I play these because of that like competitive nature of I want the best gear. Mm-hmm. I want to do the best content. I want to beat the best content. I couldn't give two shits about the actual story. Just get me to where you want me to kill something <laughs> and give me something awesome to kill well, it with. Except for sweaters. I love how he like brags sweater. about this mentality too. Like you brag about this like it's awesome. But No, everybody plays a game to their own style. Everyone plays for something. There's nothing out there that says you have to play this game to enjoy the story. No, I don't. I literally don't. I could go and I could kill shit and I could kill it with awesome swords, axes, shotguns, what like anything in these MMO style games. And it was awesome. And it's cool. I get to get the gear, customize my guy, make him how look how he wants. Sweater, you're right. Yeah, you, you like sweater. Sweater was the only MMO that I enjoyed the leveling aspect. And, and by those who don't know, Sweater is Star Wars The Old Republic, uh, another MMO game that was awesome leveling, endgame, awful. <laughs> yeah, we beat that endgame like hardcore. We beat both of the hardest level raids in the same night and with under three hours. Yeah, it was and like we all looked at each other stupid. and like, I guess we win? Yeah, like, okay, this is over. Um, We're done. Good stuff, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But yeah, so like... It, they did not adhere to the casual gamer that Andy is, right. uh, which is fine. I mean, Andy and a lot of gamers are that way. They want to just go shoot shit and actually enjoy the action of the game. And some people like Phil and I love the story. They like to read the stuff. They like to actually find out like the the um the what's the word? like the, the background of where yeah. it's coming from. I love that part my, of the stories. My curse is that I'm a completionist. That so too. Fortunately, oh, yeah. I have OCD when it comes. Which to is that. why I like I hate games like Borderlands. Because there's so oh, much yeah. you can do. Right. I, and I'm a completionist like that. I want to go, I, I always get lost and just go 
I never know what to do next. I'm like, oh, see, I don't want to miss something. See, I'm a completionist, but not to that point. Oh, I, I can't. Like I can't. Like, like I'm not the type of person that like has to collect all the trophies on no. PlayStation. Or well, I don't like the that. trophies. It's just like I want to make sure I don't skip something. Right, right, right. I mean, that's for like an ins- for an yeah. instance, yeah. So Destiny's had a lot of pros and cons. The, the least first Destiny. I mean, obviously, we all agree the mechanics were there. The game, the gunfighting is great. The the Overall universe building is very good. It's but pretty. No, very little plot, and there were problems with like bugs and content. I guess for a while, for a lot of us, the content really uh, veered downward before the last expansion, and we kind of took a break from it. That and there's a lot of waiting, right? Yeah, a lot of load times. Um, the way you traveled in this game was by spaceship, obviously, because you're going from planet to planet. Their load time was you going to orbit and fly. I remember, yeah, I remember seeing the load screen of just a spaceship. So you would be up there for you have to like if you go one planet. Oh, I I have to go back. I forgot something. Have to go back to orbit. Wait for that, then go all the way back. Right. So yeah, and then do back to come back. It was just it was a lot, a lot of waiting, and it was horrible. Uh, we're talking about the game that like sold out. I mean, it broke records oh, yeah. on its sale day. Like this is a game that everyone was hyped about, and for the most part, it actually maintained numbers throughout Destiny's one ex- its its existence. I mean, it ebbed and flowed as content was released, <laughs> but Destiny was cannot be argued. It was a very successful game. Oh yeah, it was, and that's we're we're nitpicking a little bit because we liked the rest of it. We want we wanted it to be a full game mm-hmm. and I feel like we, we we loved every aspect and then there was these little annoyances like you were just kind of like oh I had to do this again or so to the point where people actually created like apps to avoid it like they actually created like a, a tower <laughs> like, ghost program like mods or yeah where you could actually like instead of going back and forth you could just transfer it between characters and transfer between vault and stuff in your mailbox it made it a lot more simple avoided a lot of the the wait time and that was the biggest I think flaw of the first one was the wait time so, yeah, like Sweeney was saying, there's a lot of fan-based content that was created. Like, people were making, like, apps where you could go on and, like, look for groups to do raids or high-end content. Because there was no group finder. There's really? a lot of solo a lot of solo players out there. And this game is very geared towards groups of people. Um, like, for us, we were lucky because, you know, we were three friends that were, are into this type of thing. So we are able to at least play together. But the, the raids are six-mans. So mm-hmm. if you needed to fill out the rest of your squad, if you don't know anyone in person that's going to play it, then you're kind of up shit's creek. But somebody made, like, Destiny LFG, or though you can Destiny itself, you can use their website and their forums and yeah. find other people that are trying to do the content you're doing right then and there. And you can do it right there. It's it's it. Fans made this game even more accessible. And Bungie, God bless their hearts, took a lot of notes during this process. Oh yeah. But and the and the best big complaint was gear. I mean, it was all RNG. There was no real way to like force yourself to get good gear, which is how it should be. A lot of, you know, a lot of MMOs are always drop based. You know. Right. Until um, Age of Triumph, though. I mean, the last like yeah. year of the game, I mean, Age of Triumph made it so you could force gear if you wanted to. And then they kind of, and so the Age of Triumph, like Phil was talking about, how we, when we all came back, is what they did is instead of forcing you to, you know, only do the highest level content. So say if like, you like really like the first raid, but that gear is so outdated now, you, you there's no purpose for it anymore. Right. So that they allowed you to actually like up that gear to your current level or go back and do those raids on a higher, what they call light level. So, like, I think the level cap was, what, 30 in the first one? 20. It starts off at 20, and then once they made the first expansion, uh, it got knocked up to 40. Okay. So then and they, that's when light level became, like, really important. So, yeah, that's your basic level. It's like, yeah, you, you go from 1 to 20. But okay. once you get to 20 max level, then it comes in your light power, which is pretty much an, an, like a, a sum average of all of your 
power of each gear, piece of gear or weapons, they all have a number on them. So that allows you to get higher up and do the higher level content. So that way you're, you know, high enough to actually right. survive. So like raids. yeah, yeah. So some raids could be level twenty, right? Some so, could be sixteen, right? So it would just get yeah. a lot. You know, you'd you'd have to get your gear to a level where you could go do raids. Same like World of Warcraft, right? Just because your max level doesn't mean you can hop into it like one of the hardest raids and survive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't hit twenty and be like, all right, I'm gonna take down the main boss now. Right. No, you're wearing scrub gear. Yeah, actually I'll do go it. earn it. Right. So. Um, one thing I noticed, and I don't, and I, because I didn't watch you guys play the first one a whole lot, um, with Destiny 2, I was under the impression that it was all first person, and I saw you guys flipping between first and third. So that's kind of the cool thing about Destiny is like they, it is for the most part a first person shooter, but there are super abilities for every class that put you in the third person view where you're like using space magic to like wreck, like do like super powered attacks on stuff like throwing out giant fireballs or smashing lightning blasts on the ground, stuff like that. There's also like weapons that will allow you to do third person too. That, that's what I was going to, but like, can you, can you like, choose to do first person through all of it and third person through no, all of it or is it, does no. it just does so it for- it's mostly first person all okay. of like your basic weapons are first person your, your your guns your hand cannons your shotguns your sniper rifles right all first person they added in swords so once you get like you get you equip a sword that then that made it third person because then you're when you can see equi- yourself right. and try to like hit people with a sword yeah or like it's Phil a better said, view for 360 sword fighting right. than it would be first person right or, then, or like phil said the supers they want to make sure you can see everything um there's also some other mechanics for dirt like certain events or raids or you pick up an orb your sparrow riding your sparrow stuff like yeah, that and then you'll actually that, be in that that's a land person. speeder for those of us who don't speak destiny yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is it's a floating like yeah it's like it's like a speeder speeder bike speeder bike from star wars yeah exactly where it is it looks almost but, identical yeah Without the Ewoks. There might right. be Ewoks, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There's always a few. Some. Future DLC. <laughs> There's always some somewhere, right? The first Destiny actually introduced uh, racing, so you could go and race your speeder bikes against other people. Pod racing. I did notice that, yeah. 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 It's just, like, what, Sparrow racing? Yeah, Sparrow yeah. racing. And it was actually enjoyable. Yeah, and it wasn't a permanent aspect of the game, unfortunately, because Sparrow racing was incredibly fun. They, they, they brought right. it in and out. Um, and like, because like every week it resets. So sometimes they bring different like events, and Sparrow Racing was one of them. Mm. You also have like a PvP version, which is called the Iron Banner, which is like more of an elevated PvP. Bring in, See, bring cool, in like a sporting. This game event. offers a lot for different types of gamers. That's what really appeals about <laughs> Destiny. Like for those of us that are into raiding and like teamwork and puzzle solving, you got raids, and then you got your you know typical Crucible PvP people like that. They can get their jollies there. And then didn't they it's bring a, in? Um, wasn't there a sport like a ball something like a? So they brought in like some sort of like it was know, like, like part of the crucible, but okay. yeah, it was more it was like a it was like a basketball slash Oh, that's cool. I mean, you get an orb and try to take the orb to the other person's um base and like slam it. Yeah. It's almost oh so it's like basketball slash capture the flag. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's kinda cool. The person that has the ball can't do use their guns or anything, but they can like punch people. Right. And that's what I was just thinking with the sparrow racing. Like do what they've done with like Overwatch, for instance, of like um that kind of like soccer, but just do it with the sparrow, Lucio ball. Yeah, so yeah, the Lu- Lucio, yeah Lucio, ball. Lucio ball. Yeah, yeah, not Lucinda ball, but uh, or Lucio ball. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I thought you were saying at first. Like, no, <laughs> stop, won't stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, I mean, they could do that. They could, you, they're okay. And like the tower and stuff that you're in third person mm-hmm. again. They add little like inside games you can do like that. Like there was in this new one, there was a soccer field, so you could go like kick the ball into the goal. It's not worth anything. It doesn't do anything fun, but it's just kind of cool. It's just for, thing. for funsies. Or you can play the floor is lava, which is pretty freaking awesome. 
Here's what they should get the rights for, for Sparrow. Quidditch. Quidditch? Yeah. They might right. be able to. <laughs> they, Sparrows don't go very high, so, but yeah. So um, keeping on with like multiplayer, like what kind of game modes are in multiplayer? Because you, you said you hit, you've got you've got raids, you've got mm-hmm. uh, like... Well, it's it's all multiplayer Yeah, so you, it's open too. world. So like essentially you could be anywhere on any of the planets and mm-hmm. everyone can be there. Up to a certain amount. I don't know what the max in the world is, but okay. I think it's it's gone up from seven. I know it's a lot more than seven. Yeah, now, so but it's open world. So right. if you're if you're doing something a quest on a, on a world, there mm-hmm. will be other players on that planet. So it's all multiplayer. Okay. Now, if you're looking for specific modes, like that, you force yourself into multiplayer. Are you like expressing like co-op versus player against player? Well, I mean, I guess I just meant like. <sighs> What what kind of because you said it's all it's all multiplayer like multiplayer like is it all just raids or is it just anything? No, you, I mean so think of it this way. So let let's say like there's multiple planets in each game. Like the first mm-hmm. game had like the moon and Earth, obviously. Uh, like uh, what was it? Venus, mm-hmm. uh, Mars, and and like uh, the moons of Saturn, shit like that. So now we've got like a different part of Earth. Um, we've got Titan, the moon Titan. Uh, we've got a brand new planet that's not in our galaxy called Nessus, uh, which is a little bit, the, which is really the first non-realistic planet that we've been to. No, and also Io, yeah. So I, the, each planet has like a really expansive map, and I'm talking like pretty fucking big. And there's there's like mini quests and adventures and like beacons you can go to, patrols, all kinds of activities that exist in open world that you can go out and you can do with your friends or by yourself. And then you've got like more precise types like strikes which are like three-man story-based assaults on like a boss and there's a boss at the end and then you've got like the six-man raids which are a little bit more complicated and a lot more puzzle solving and probably the highest level content the game has to offer so that's all like pve you know player versus everyone so when you join in the game when you first start up think of it 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 is it's going to be like a single player and there's a story for you to go through but the Mm -hmm. cool thing is you could play you're going to see other random people as you're going through it or somebody one of your friends can join up with you and you could do that story together like oh nice you could could co-op the entire way through you could play it all the way through it doesn't really become you have to have friends or somebody to group up with until you've reached you beat the story you get to the end now it's i want to go do another other stuff do whatever along that way there's those little side missions and side stuff that you could do that's a branch off of the story so so the multiplayer opens up just almost at the beginning, right? Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty. About, that's interesting. Yeah. And you can even do Crucible at like level one if you wanted to. Like, okay. It doesn't take Crucible does not take into account Crucible's player versus player. Play yeah. So player versus okay. player. So it doesn't take. So if you want, say you don't want to level the normal way. You like I don't want to do the story. I just want to play PvP. Right. You can do that, and it doesn't penalize you for being a low level. Like you don't the the player level advantages are like they don't count, and it's all normal normalized in PvP or okay. Crucible. So there is that method too. So then it's completely multiplayer and it's just you going in and shooting other guardians. And just leveling up that way. That's interesting. I like that. So yeah. What else you got, noob? Well, I mean, we didn't quite get to the Destiny 2 story. We kind of stopped there. So I mean, like Phil was saying, like we've pretty much triumphed. We're done. Like we've like fought off the darkness. We fought off everything. And we're like, yes, done. Well, then the Cabal, the big space rhinos or turtles or whatever the hell you want to call them. They take the traveler from us. 
They show up on our doorstep. They literally destroy all of our defense satellites. They rocket the hell out of the last city. They're killing civilians, and they attach this giant, like, space neutering device to the Traveler, which floats over our city and cuts all the all of our players off from the light. So we can't resurrect anymore, and we lose all of our gear and items from Destiny Any abilities, we're in the tower. Anything. All, start, all of our magic powers are gone. We scratch. became scrubs. Yep. Yeah. And it's really like if you haven't watched anybody that has not watched like the cuts, like the cutscenes or like the the trailers, they're epic. Like it's cinematics are top amazing watch. cinematics. It's it makes you feel it's like you're watching a movie, like an animated movie short, you know thing. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, you pretty much you go in, you try to fight them off. So you be in the guardian, you are attack their ship, go against, try to find their boss or try to you know whatever. And as you're going along, you you're slowly losing contact with like the main people in the story. You're like, what the hell is going on? Why can't I talk to these people anymore? You get to the end, the neutering happens, your ghost falls down to the ground, and this big old gall, his name is Gall, big old space turtle, come and kicks you off a ledge. Albino space turtle. Albino space turtle. Even better. And he kind of has the mask from, uh, was it Darth Raven or which one was it? That that, Malgus. Malgus, Malgus, there you go. Kind of has the Darth Malgus like mouthpiece. Right. And then so you're pretty much, the cities are gone. There's a lot of tropes from awesome sci-fi you know, intellectual properties that you know Bungie borrowed, but it is. I mean, but they they're not like he's not a complete Darth Vader rip. No, he's not. I mean, he's, he's he's pretty he's close. White. I mean, he's pretty close. But <laughs> it's, it's white. That's but, the big difference. He's so, white. So the backstory from Gaul is essentially he was like outcast from his tribe or whatever they're they are. They're called from the the space turtles. I'm not sure what they are. Pretty much outcast, and he got found. He this um, other space turtle found him was kind of an outcast too and raised him to be this all being cabal. So now he's like taking everything back. He's going in like he, he over like turned all the other, you know, tribes. I don't know what the hell to call them, but uh, they're, 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 they're legions. legions like I said, you. it's a lot like a Roman. It's like the Roman empire's army. So, so think of this guy, like a wannabe Caesar. Yeah. He's, okay. he's been outcast from the rest of the cabal society. He wants to reform the society. He wants to basically go back with the light under his control and take over the cabal empire for the for the good of all cabal. Right. So he thinks the best way to do that is to steal our shit and become immortal himself. Well, and the thing is, he doesn't want to just take it. He, there's a whole storyline that he he feels he has to earn it. Because if he thinks that he takes it, that's giving in. Like, it's like he wasn't good enough to have it himself, so he just took it. So the whole premise of him coming here, not just like killing, like not just killing the traveler, is to take it from and make it like, hey, choose me, give me the light. Why did you give these humans or these races, you know, the light, not me? And it goes to this whole like story. It's so, like any good deity, of course, a traveler doesn't say a damn thing. Right, doesn't do a damn thing. Ourselves. <laughs> doesn't do anything at all. You know, so, you know, he he takes the Traveler. We have a person that's called the Speaker who supposedly speaks for the Traveler. Um, he takes him, too. So we have no light. Um, you're kicked off a ledge. You're pretty much, like, bleeding, like, dying out. And you're walking through this, you know, run-down city trying to f- just get out because they're the Cabal are going around killing lightless guardians. They're just massacring people. So you're trying to get out of the city, trying to get out into, like, the wild so you can try to survive. And without spoiling the rest of the game, basically you go on a quest to reclaim your light and defend to hopefully take back the city one day. Right. All right. So that finish what I described was in the first trailer. Like that was like the trailer, right. essentially. Um, and I think I saw Andy and Phil. I think I saw you guys playing through that part. Yeah. Over yeah, the you weekend. were over when we were playing my story. So right. Uh, yeah, and I, I think just got in a couple of days after 
launch to mm-hmm. finally sit down and play. So you got to see a lot of that story. I got yeah, I got to see that, and then I think we ended when your your character got up and was like walking slow after getting kicked off the mm-hmm. ledge. Yeah. So and then so pretty much the mechanics of Destiny too. They like like Phil said they they listened. They heard what people complained about at the first one. They fixed so much stuff. The load times, the gear stuff, like they just they took all this pretty much knowledge. Fast travel, yeah, fast traveling. Like so, you don't have to like go from point A to point B on the map. Like it takes for like you know maps are like these are huge. It'll take you a good three minutes just to get across the map. Now you can like pull up your map, find a specific point, and go to that map. Go to that point right away. Or so it used to be. There are these things called like public events where you it would a random event would take place in a, a section of a map on a planet, and if you did that, you'd fight off a boss and do some certain uh, specifics, and you get some gear and some experience from it. It was it was a really great way to get cool stuff. So now uh, it used to be that that wasn't there's was no way to know when it was going to happen. It was completely random. So people created an app that would time it. And based on people like reporting things in game, this app could accumulate and figure out when you could go to an area and know that an event was going to take place. Now it's in game. Right. Oh, so the timer okay. now shows you look up at the, the map. Screen. Exactly. So you actually can tell. Oh, I'm in this section, or I, or I need to do this because the public events or like the world events would get, you usually have like an achievement or like an, um, a quest to do with so many <coughs> in a given day or week or whatever. Right. So before you had to like hope, oh, well, I mean, I guess we just go sit on this planet for 15 minutes and see what happens. And like, you like, if you miss it, then you missed it. Like shit, I got to wait another 15 minutes. Now it's, you can look at the planet, look around like, oh, okay, so this one's going to start in four minutes. This one's going to start in three minutes. Oh, this one's already starting. Let me go to that one real quick. And that way it saves you the time of like the guessing game kind of thing. To right. point, of you, like, you, is is something going to happen if I show up on X planet right. at this time? And a lot of people complain that 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 appeals to the more casual player, not the hardcore. But that's nobody has time to sit down and play eight hours, nine hours a day. Right. You know that's stupid like, to think that anymore. I mean, so it just allows you to actually have a a life and still progress in this game. Right. Exactly. We're not we're, we're not twelve year olds with. Poop whole socks. summer to what? Poop socks? Poop socks. Oh, poop socks. <laughs> poop sockers. Gross. Poop sockers. That's, that's Andy's favorite. Uh, For those itself. of you who aren't aware, um, this is an urban legend from the late 90s when EverQuest and World of Warcraft were getting big. Uh, there is rumor was that a person played EverQuest for so long uh, and never left their computer or room that they uh, took to taking uh, poops in their sock drawer, in, in socks, and then hiding them in a duffel bag. And the the urban legend goes that one day the guy, uh, his roommate, found the the duffel bag due to the smell, and thus poop socking was born. <laughs> so now we describe all people who never leave their damn house and only play games all day long. Poop soccer. Poop soccer. Like, the game was not even out for twenty four hours, and there was people at end game content. And, Mom, and bathroom, and bathroom. Like, yeah, exactly. Bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Pop them. Moha packets. Nah, moha packets. Exactly. So, and they also fixed like the fast traveling. So, like you said, the world events, the way you actually go from planet to planet now, you don't have to like go to orbit first, then pick a planet and then go. From whatever planet you're on, you can pull up the destination travel and go to separate planets or go back to the home base or go from there. And that way, even if like, you're like, oh crap, went to the wrong planet, you don't have to do the whole loading again, then pick the right one again, and all that watch crap. The, watch the spaceship again and right. all that fun stuff. So, it's a little, it, they, they, they fixed that. <laughs> Um, they also changed up the weapon mechanics a lot. So like the first weapon mechanic was you'd have a primary weapon, you'd have a secondary weapon, and then you'd have a heavy weapon. That was like the mechanic. So you like primary is just like auto rifles, hand cannons, um, scout rifles, pulse rifles, 
Gentlemen, I just want to throw out there, our clan just hit level two. (laughs) Level two clan. Yeah, right? Hold on. You're going to be all right there? You're going to live? Hold on. Stop chugging balls. You'll be better. I just got a cough. A real bad cough. I just called dibs on his comic books when he dies. <laughs> it's yeah, that that's not happening. Are you dead yet? Are you dead yet? Good. Tim stated in his will he wants to be buried with all. I'll be buried with that Mason Fantasy fifteen motherfuckers. Jerk. Probably not. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, you know, you have primary. Like I said, hand cannons, auto rifles, pulse rifles, scout rifles, basics, and then you have secondaries that are like they have an element to them. So like electricity, void damage, fire. Yeah, you're going. You're going into my next question, which was going to be the weapons and how they do work. Because you mentioned supers, and I yeah. saw I, you with like electrical powers. Yeah. Like, is there any? Buzz didn't there, like that. Buzz did not like that at all. <laughs> uh, is there anything like? What other powers? So most classes have. Well, at all first, classes. all classes have. At first, there was only two subclasses. So at very first, it was um, warlocks were. Either solar damage or they were void damage. Okay. Um, Titans were either void or um, was it uh, uh, electrical? Lightning. Yeah, it was electrical lightning. lightning. And then hunters. These are all the class names, by the way. Right. Were either uh, electrical, lightning, or solar. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Um, and then they yeah, then they added the third one in the, in the expansions, mm-hmm. and they gave the one element each class was missing. They gave them that other element. So it void, fire, electrical. Not all. They have all three. Think of void was like a gravity type. Power. Yeah, okay. like dark, like okay. dark, dark magic, matter, matter yeah. black dark hole, matter, kind of like right. stuff holes. like that. So that was yeah. now they gave every class has all three. Um, so they all can use each one. It, so, it, you can switch whichever one you want to use. Each one has special abilities specific to yeah. that class. So, so is solar what like fire? Or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like the little warlock can make mini suns, like little mini suns like, okay, as cool. grenades, and like they oh, sit there awesome. and burn, okay. and then just. Awesome. And this one, they also have like fire. They throw like fire swords. Turns like a pretty much an angel and start throwing fire down. Oh, that's cool. Okay. The classes are pretty diverse too. Yeah. Like they each each of them has like their own unique play style, which is like which most gamers have a certain way that they play games like this. So they all right, really right. lend themselves well. Like the Titans are very aggressive, and they're very they're like the the beefy armor. They can guy. take damage a lot, like the tanks right. on and, the game, pretty and, much. And I and I take it that you can like when you start the game, you can choose. To yeah, be one of these. you can yes, choose one of, of three, okay. um, whichever one you want to play, and then you always can go back and create the next one that you want to do. But yeah, you, at the beginning you can choose whatever you want to do. Um, like and like you said, the Titans are aggressive. They actually make fun of them a lot in, for the in the game for being aggressive. B E aggressive. Um, <laughs> clap, 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 clap. So like so the Titan, their their <laughs> void or their you know dark matter class mm-hmm. is a tank class. They actually create um, a giant void shield around them and the allies that can take absorb damage. Um, so they would be classified as a tank in MMO right, terms. Exactly. Okay. And then you have warlocks who were kind of like a DPS class, but also like a support role class. So they would have some of their abilities would give other classes like buffs. So like if you they had an ability in their fire class in the first game that I like to call the the the, the noob ability, which was like a self res right. if you die. They res themselves. So oh, okay. A lot of scrubs, you know, generated towards that class because they like they died a lot and they needed to get get themselves back. Or up. they saved the shit out of a raid. Right, exactly. A, right, because <laughs> in a raid, when you die, your ghost isn't there to bring you back. Yeah. And on the hardcore mode, 
your teammates couldn't bring you back either. So when everyone started dropping, you're firing and you're firing and you're the last one to drop, you can pull yourself back up with it to keep. Okay, yeah, because I have noticed that like when you guys are playing, that your teammates are, yeah. are resing you. Yeah. So um. So yeah, and then the hunters was a was a pure DPS fast melee class. So they would they had like their their melee they had a knife. Um, one of their superpowers was they actually like turn into they turn into a form of electricity and like just dashed around really fast. Uh, or the other the solar was like a they had a single shot golden gun kind of thing. It's through. Three shot the celestial nighthawk hypersonic right. helmet made it a single shot. Right, so yeah, it made, so yeah, it, it was a three shot, super powerful like fire bullet. So each class landed to whatever style you wanted to play. If you wanted to be like really super agile and quick and do a lot of damage, you would do like a hunter. If you wanted to be like the beefy, aggressive, I could take a lot of damage and still beat the shit out of you. You titan. If you kind of wanted to be like anywhere kind of in the middle, it was the warlock. Nice. I mean, most players uh, had one of each. Right. You would just, right. just be your account. You could have three characters on one account, so no, you could so make one be, of each. Now it makes it yeah. real easy. Yeah. yeah, makes it real simple. Yeah, some people do like multiple of the same one just to like try to like power level themselves. But yeah, essentially, you would just do one of each. Right. One of Bungie's greatest strengths with this game is just how inclusive it is. It's just so much to do for so many people and so much options. Like, it never basically tells you no. If there's a way you want to play or there's something you want to do, you can do it. Yeah. You want three characters? Cool. You want three of the same character? Cool. You can do that, yeah. too. It's frowned upon, but... And can you, can, you, can you... Are they, like, interchangeable once you hit a point, like, a certain point in the game? What do you mean? You can swap gear between them, but you can't, like... You can, but you can also, like, you know, change characters... Whenever you feel like that, it, but yeah, that, that's what I meant. It like interchangeable, as in like you're you're multiplayer and you're playing your your Titan, for instance, and then you play you do that, and then you switch and you want to uh, I'll be a warlock or I'll yeah you and then you, you can would just, just sign out of that character and sign that's, out of the next that's one. I mean, yeah, okay, so yeah, you would just like okay, I've done this raid already on right. my one character, and you can't get any more gear that week. I'm going to do it on my other character now, and so you sign out and sign back in with a different character. And that's what I meant with like you know past a certain point is like. You don't have you don't have to beat the story to do that at all. Well, you each character you beat the story with, right? To level right. up, so right. yeah, you would start. But once you got your character past a certain point, mm -hmm. then yeah, you no, you no longer have to restart. It's just you yeah. can switch over back and forth, whatever you want to do. Um, and like Phil said, some of the gear is interchangeable, like the weapons. So weapons you can pretty much put on any character, whatever okay. you want. So if you have a really good weapon you found on this character, but you want to use it on this character, that's fine. You can just move it around. But like their gear they wear is specific to the class. Okay. And um, you guys had just mentioned clans. Yeah. Explain, oh, that, yeah. explain that to me. So, Oh, my God. So this is like <laughs> one of the most fun things about Destiny. Right. So we, we kind of started off, uh, the three of us, uh, and I, I guess there might have been a fourth, but who knows where the hell. Wait, he should not be named. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dickhead. Anyway, um, so yeah, we used to be called like what we were, Mom Spaghetti for a while. And Mom we Spaghetti. Were, um, Mom Spaghetti. Like the Eminem like Yeah, mm-hmm. Palms are sweaty. Palms are sweaty already. <laughs> what, what was one of our other uh, clan names, guys? Do you remember? Oh, what was the first one? Oh. what I can't even remember. Because Mom's Spaghetti was near the end. You could change your clan <laughs> name. Yeah, you can always change your clan so name. So we just nice. we kept just, changing just, it around. Yeah, God, kept what going, was yeah. it? I'm looking it up. Give me a second here. YOLO Swag. YOLO Swag. YOLO, Yolo Swag. swag. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil named that one, and we were Thunder like, Chunk. Oh. Thunder Chunk. There you go. Thunder, 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 Chunk. Chunk. Thunder, Thunder Chunk. Thunder Chunk. And now we are yeah. appropriately named the, the Hateful Geeks. Geeks. <laughs> so, and nerds. Yeah. So, so the cool thing about this is the first game, clans were just really a social group. They didn't serve any in-game purpose. 
Um, but now, clans in Destiny 2 are a whole nother beast. Um, you can earn experience based on performing certain activities in game towards your clan that you're in, and that'll level the clan. And then you guys get like a special like clan wide abilities right. that like give you more more in game currency or better chance on certain drops, shit like that. But the coolest part is, is that when you uh, complete like weekly challenges as a clan, everyone in your clan gets access to the rewards for that, right. whether or not they were a part of the people performing that. So being in a clan now with a decent amount of people is more important than ever because you're going to have access to those rewards and have access to those benefits. And you've also got a group of people that you may or may not choose to play with socially. So it's, it's, there's no reason not to be in a clan and there's no reason not to be in ours. <laughs> so find us. Build, build, build the clan warrior style. Right. Gang warfare. Gang warfare, yeah. We, we've overtaken your clan. You, you are ours now. You are ours now. We've Can't. had some very cool people merge with us recently, like my friend Devious Dervish. Yeah. Uh, he brought a bunch of his squad over. Uh, we've got had some buddies from uh, the, that movie. The, the movie guys. Movie guys. Oh, they actually oh. joined our guild. Oh. Our clan. Hey, they're they're hanging out with us. We're really excited to be gaming with Destiny 2 with them in the future. And check out their podcast. <laughs> I was going to ask, I was going to ask, can you dig it? Can you, you dig, dig it? it? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, Bungie did make this game but they did work with Blizzard a little bit on the PC. It's now on PC. It wasn't on PC before, and they wanted to bring it to that platform. So they put it on PC and with Blizzard's help. So I don't know, because Blizzard actually uses a lot of this same structure in their games for their guilds. And that's why I accidentally slipped up and said guild, because you do, you can level your guild up and stuff like that. Same idea. Um, but yeah, it's essentially just a social platform, but now that it has perks to give you rewards that's better. For joining the clan. -wide, and, right. And um, it helps the whole group do better level faster and it's just kind of like a another way to get good shit nice so far we've got about 22 people in clan um it's always getting bigger uh we're, we're inviting it's an open clan if you're a fan of the podcast or you love destiny too or you know some friends that you just want to play with or you just want to play with us right which we are very flattered um play with go us. on the bungee's website use the use the app you can join up so yeah, so in the first one, you had primaries, like I said, secondaries with the elements, like I said, for like the different, they had the same elements as like the supers for the, supers for the classes. So you, had, you had fire, void, and, and lightning. Same thing for secondaries, same thing for heavies. But like your your secondaries were, they had fusion rifles, which is kind of like a shot out the energy of that, mm -hmm. whatever it was. Um, they had well, shotguns, stuff like that. And heavies were like where your heavy machine guns and rocket launchers, essentially. They added swords in later. That was your heavy. Which I think swords is kind of awesome. Oh, yeah. It was it was amazing. Because the only reason the way you got a sword before in the story was because a certain point, you had to pick up a, a sword from a, a hive knight and use it. And so they like, after they added that, people loved it. Like, why don't we just give them swords in the game? And so they added that as an actual weapon you could get. And they designed a lot of different sword structures too. Like there's like katana-like swords, buster swords. Right. You know, they, they, and that's the craziest thing about Destiny 2 is they've kept swords in game as like a primary heavy weapon, but all of the swords have are, have unique designs right. now. They're, they're super cool. So and one of the big things I like about the second game that they've made is the way they've changed up this weapon system. So it's no longer primary, secondary, heavy. It's now primary, say the same. Kinetic. Kinetic. So it's like bullets, actual mm -hmm. bullets. And then it's called an energy weapon. So your energy weapon can be any of the weapons of any 
you know, spectrum you already have. So any of the primaries, secondaries from the previous one, but nowadays that have the, the element added to them. So say if you want to run like a hand cannon as your primary and secondary, you can. Just the secondary, uh, the, the second slot will now have like uh, an element added to it. Okay. That's for piercing shields on enemies because right. they use the elements as shields. So the, the same element will pierce the shield faster. Right, okay. Yeah, and then the same for heavy, or now it's called power weapon. So power weapons now are like still rocket launchers, still some machine guns, swords, um, shotguns are now considered a power weapon. Snipers. And they used snipers, to be a secondary. Snipers are now considered a power weapon. Okay. And the same thing, they have elements to them. Fusion rifles. Fusion rifles, yes. Yes, thank you. Um, and much and much to my enjoyment now is you actually have mods for each weapon, which they, this is new. They actually allow you to mod the weapon that you have. Um, which may be adding a different element to it, which is the biggest problem. The first one is because you, you could get really awesome weapons, but if say it was an element that you have too much of or you don't use it often, then it's, you're never going to use it because, that, like Phil said, different elements do more damage on different enemies. So you kind of want those other elements. And are these mods like, like Bungie's okay with it? No, these are, no, these no, are no, mods no, like, from them. It's like, oh, from them. So oh, in the okay. game, so you could like find them as like... Oh, okay. It's like drops. Oh, okay. I understood. So not my mod. Not mod. Right. Like we're changing the game. Yeah. See, I, I took it as right. like because I know like you've like for instance like I think like Rockstar is kind of right. like okay it's stuff for like Grand Theft Auto Five for instance. Right. No. Think of it like field stripping an AK forty seven. For those of you who actually own a firearm, you can modify your firearm. Right. Okay. So yeah, you can add like different perks to it. I, some of them in, like and they do have um, quality of mods too. Mm -hmm. So you have like your rare mods, your your legendary mods. I'm sure there might be an exotic mod. I don't know. Um, Ooh, I hope so. But so those will like add more damage to your weapon, or they'll just add a different element, or they'll change like the magazine size or the, the amount of recoil it has when you try, you fire it. So th this is an, another completely brand new, you know, tool they've added to make you even more searching out the game, customizing, customizing the game for what you want to do with it, which I think is awesome, and it goes for your gear as well. So you can do this to your like, helmet, your your chest piece, your pants, your beat, your boots, your cape. Yeah, <laughs> this game promotes personal play style above anything else, and it's a really smart idea for their type of gaming. Yeah, it is, it, and it's, and they've added these little things that it doesn't all, it doesn't really feel like a sequel. It feels like a brand new game. Like it feels like this is how I wish Destiny One would have been. So it is. It's, it's an already, like Phil said, an award-winning game that had millions of subscribers and made it even better. Like, I have no, I have no complaints about this game whatsoever. I, I, I will give Bungie this. There were a lot of things about the first game that were like promised and then dropped the ball on before release. Things that people saw in development that never made it to final game. There were story elements that didn't make it to the final game. Half the plot hit the fucking cutting room floor of Destiny One. Right. Destiny yeah, Two. I didn't know that. They listen to their fans. We they listen to what we beef we had with the first game and the things that made the first game like tedious or annoying, and they just did away with it and fixed it. Yeah. So Destiny Two is as good as Destiny One was, and then better. That, and they didn't they didn't just reskin the enemies either. Right. They actually so it's the same same. Um, what am I looking for? The types of enemies that we have already mentioned, the different mm -hmm. races. Um, but a lot of them they gave new abilities, the way they look, the way they interact. Made them smarter. So in the first one, there was a lot of bugs. You actually could like trick enemies into killing themselves, which is like <laughs> dumb. Right. I mean, raid bosses. I mean, you could trick a raid boss to walk off a ledge and you'd win. Yeah, like, called, I literally did that. I wow. threw a fireball grenade yeah. at Atheon and he 
killed himself by jumping so off a cliff. They, they, they fixed those bugs, obviously, eventually in the first one. But this one, they made the enemy have a tactical retreat. Like, if they're getting their butt kicked, they'll run away they'll from run. you. Um, they'll, they'll run away from grenades that are thrown. They'll dodge out of the way. They'll, if you're zooming down a sniper rifle, they'll get out of the way. Like, they're intelligent AI. It's much more, it's much more challenging in aspect, and it's much better for the overall feel of the game. Well, I'm glad that they went like the, they they listened to they listened to players' gripes yeah. and worked used used the first one as a base and then just built Destiny it's Two like on top Destiny of it. Destiny One was the beta. It right. was like their their alpha or their beta. I mean, it was definitely like that. With um, I'll just use Assassin's Creed for an example. Yeah, you know, two's far superior over right. one. But when we that franchise went off a cliff, but <laughs> I'm um, not talking about Assassin's right, Creed anymore, right? Um, so I've got I've got a bit of a fun question for you guys. All right. Um, we'll go one by one. What's your What's your favorite weapon? Oh, geez. I want to hear Sweeney's first. Oh man, favorite weapon in the first one or overall? Oh, I mean, we'll stick with the first game. First game. Uh, I mean, I was thinking overall, but. <laughs> Well, oh, because I have one right now that's fresh in my mind because it's in the new game and then I just recently got to use it and it's called the Risk right, Runner. Your- uh, the Risk Runner is they introduced a brand new type of weapon in the second one mm-hmm. and it's called the submachine gun. So it's more of like a lighter weight, like I'm going to get right up in your face Kinda and like an Uzi. unload this. All right. And this one they have, um, it's called an exotic weapon, so it's a little harder to get. You can only wield one exotic weapon out of your your weapon set. And they add those like abilities to them. So this one has an electricity ability to it. And if you're shooting at one guy who is in a group of them, like there's a group coming at you and you run up and you fire into it, it does like a chain lightning effect and it just starts hitting them all. And if they have like electrical shields around them or they're like that, they drop even faster. So That's you cool. literally just hold the button down and, and just, you just mow everything. Say hello to my little and friend that, style. And, and that just... one actually has a better perk too. That's even better than that. Is if you take yourself, take arc damage. It's called what they have like an arc coil on it, and so it essentially powers up the weapon and it makes it have infinite ammo for like five seconds. No, oh, so you nice. can just fire like crazy. Right. Yeah. So that that is a really cool one. Um, man, if I have to pick one, and it's going to be an exotic because. Because exotic's the highest level, rarest, fine that you can get. That you yeah. can get. A lot of the ones you have to like randomly happen upon and get a like a, like a quest to go find it. Um, so one of my favorite is Thorn. It's from the first one. Okay, it's a hand cannon. Um, so it's a primary weapon, um, and it, it, instead of shooting bullets, it shoots a giant arrowhead. That's like the best way to describe it. It's like a spike. Like essentially, okay. it's a giant just spike. And they're huge. Like they're like this big on the ground. You can shoot them to the ground and see them actually, which is, I thought was really cool. Oh, graphical, cool. Cra- yeah. graphical effect. Um, but it, it also had a dot. It would add damage over time to enemies. So you actually could like shoot somebody and it would still take damage as it was running away. So I thought it was actually, a, it was a really cool hand cannon. I, I'm a big fan of hand cannons. And I don't think anybody else in this group likes hand cannons. Um, I'm a huge, fan. Excuse I'm a huge you. fan of hand cannons. You like Hawkmoon. I know which one you're going to pick. So No, I'm not going to pick Hawkmoon. Hawkmoon Hawk is like my baby. Yeah, so your Hawkmoon was like your, your go-to for so many years. But I liked Hawkmoon because it was a PlayStation exclusive, so I could rub it in the face of all my Xbox friends at work who didn't know what a Hawkmoon was for the first year. I'm like, oh, what? You you sucks boxers don't have a Hawkmoon? Oh, that sucks. I do. It's beautiful. Yeah, Hawkmoon was another hand cannon that would have random um, bullets in the chamber that would do much more damage. And 
essentially you, you would just be firing and all of a sudden you'd hear like the sound and be like, like, like it was like charging up and that, that bullet would do more damage than the previous. Hmm. That's not my favorite gun, but I know my favorite gun and my favorite uh, exotic weapon of all time is the Gallerhorn. Yeah, so you're going to pick everyone's favorite. Every, <laughs> the Gallerhorn was a year one, week one buy off of Zur, which is the random guy who shows up every Friday to like let you buy exotics with in-game currency. Gallerhorn shows up on Zur the first Friday the game drops and not everybody had been playing hardcore enough to have enough currency to buy the Gallerhorn or didn't think it was as good as it was. Right. I did. I bought Gallerhorn the first Friday, and that sucker made me a god for a year. <laughs> so it's a rocket launcher. This is a, it's fucking yeah, uh, nice. So this is the cool thing about this rocket launcher. First off, it looks badass. It looks like it was forged with like metal lions and shit all over it. So it, it, it looks badass off the bat. But the rockets, when they impact on something, split into little mini rockets, which destroy either everything around it or continue to hit what you struck with right. the rocket. Wait, first. What? That's yeah. awesome. They're yeah. homing. Well, that and the, the whole thing, it has homing. So like you lock onto a target, you and fire the just- big rocket, it hits. All the little ones then hit home on to either the, the target that didn't die or or something else. And it would just do tons, okay, tons of damage. That's pretty ridiculous. G-Horn was it like was an eye win. It was the button. It, if you got it, you had to use it. There was no... There's no... Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's And it a, was solar? Yes. Solar. It was solar. Yeah. So if yeah. you were fighting something that had a solar weakness, it was just, yeah. It's an ultimate. It's an it ultimate was, weapon. Yeah. It was like, what it sounds it was like. like. Once you got it, you had to use it. There was no if ands, or buts about it. It was required, like... In every raid, they would like ask you, like, do you have a Gallahorn? Like, yeah, shit, man. Destiny LFG for the first like six months was like G Horn required if you wanted to join a rando raid. Man, yeah. And I was one of the, I I was one of the few ones because when I first started playing, um, I don't, I think I still had an Xbox at the time. So I was like, I had both. So I, was like, I bought it for Xbox. I had friends that were playing Xbox too. I think I kind of remember that. Yeah. So, and then they started playing it a lot. I'm like, well, why don't you get it for Destiny? Or Destiny. Why don't you get your PS4 and play with us? I was like, oh, cool. I'll do that. But I'd already missed that first week. That first. So I didn't get Gallahorn until I don't think I got Gallahorn like year two. Because it was a random drop. It was just random. Man. There was no other way to get it. A lot it. of people were pissed about it. There was that. no other way I mean, to get it. Never showed up on Zur again. I don't blame them for being yeah. pissed because it's what, like one day out of. Right. Man. And there's no other way to get it. Like some of the ones have quests you can like get from like turning in certain things to force it to pop. Right. This one complete world random drop. There was no other way By to get the third it. I randomly though, got the th- mine and it was like the greatest day. It was like Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. It was better than, better than the birth of my son. <laughs> it's like, I got Gallarhorn. The, the third expansion of Destiny 1 did have a quest where you could get your right. Gallarhorn. They they listened to the so eventually they right. And that was, it was the Iron, it was like the, the third one was with the Iron Wolves. It was like, kind of like the Iron Banner people. You mm-hmm. had to like fight for the Iron Wolves and the Gallarhorn belonged to the Iron Wolves. It was one of their weapons. So, they eventually gave you a quest to go build your own. And so Rise of Iron. The Rise of Iron. So it was really like, yeah, you've only got one. You build it yourself. It wasn't as epic as like, because they did nerf it eventually. Right. <laughs> I guess really my last question is like, what's coming up in it? Like, what's their next event? So tomorrow night on the 13th uh, is the drop of the first raid called the, the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they actually put out a schedule for the whole month. We posted it to our Instagram. So if you out there don't know what's coming up, it's out, it's out there on our, our, our social medias. Um, today, I said tomorrow's going to be the first raid. Today, they actually dropped the beta for what they called guided raids or guided um, nightfalls, which this is this is LFG. They finally gave us a looking for group in-game. So you actually nice. can like join up with other people that have like proven themselves to be guides 
And then once you're proving yourself to be a guide, you then can join in and people you can take people through or, you know, actually be a part of a group if you don't have people to play with, which is really nice because I was, like Phil said, if you're a solo player, you don't have friends, which some, let's be honest, some of us don't have friends. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you can't do the hardest content. You can't do Nightfalls, which is like a, like a strike, but amplified with like modifiers to make it really difficult. Um, or you can't do raids. You can't do any of that stuff. So they've actually added in a, a, a version of this to give it a try and see if they can do it. Nice. Um, and then, like I said, the, the raids tomorrow. Um, and then Zer, like he just mentioned, his first visit will be this Friday. All right. Um, and I think that's the big you know stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say that one of the best things about this game is playing with your friends. Like I think I enjoy Destiny when I'm playing with uh, with Sweeney and Andy more than I do when I'm playing solo. Oh, yeah. It's a very I probably get game. a lot more done when I'm playing solo, though. But I, I definitely have more fun and enjoy it more when I'm playing with them. It's definitely a social game if you can get out with people that you like and enjoy, or you know, can put up with. It's fun. Um, <laughs> tolerate, 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 right? Quite well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've tolerated people in our group because we had fun with them, even though they weren't the best. Like, right? It, there's been those people, you know, but it's still fun to play with those people because you know them, and it's fun to play with. Or, there's two types of gamers. There are the filthy casuals, and then there's the hardcore. Right. And we we like to like you know dance somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, we do a little bit of both. Yeah, some weekends there'll be like eight, nine hours straight days, and then you know <laughs> other days you may barely play thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean that that's that's me. Yeah. So you have a PS4, don't you? Tim? I do. That I do. So I know that you're not all about first-person shooters, but there's a lot of things about this game that can probably elevate past that. So do you think you might be interested in giving it a try with us? It's possible. I mean, there's some there's some games coming out that I that I need to put my budget towards. Something, something. Get out on the street corner, make that paper. Yeah, yeah. Need to start. Yeah, like because we can take you through it. We can show you the ropes. We can get you up to speed. I just, need to, um, I just need to bite the bullet and start selling my mouth or something. Whoa. That got mm. dark. Andy, check your wallet. Oh, I'm so hold on. So <laughs> you guys can say strip court or strip, or uh, I'm sorry, street corners, but I can't say. Well, see, it's all about just inferring the action. When you describe it like explicitly, then it kind of gets weird. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not weirded yeah. out, Tim. Well, Phil, yeah, there's your Phil, first customer right yeah, there. Phil, Phil's just curious. He's like, tell me Yo. more. <laughs> How much? Let's put it on YouTube. $5. Let's just make sure the mics are on when this I mean, I mean, speaking, yeah, I mean, speaking up, like I got like um uh fractured buttholes coming out. And yeah. I've already I've already yeah, I just pre-ordered uh that's a start that's a start South Park game, guys. I don't know yeah. what else you might think it is. But. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I forgot to put South Park in front of that. And I know Phil and Andy aren't gonna really be interested, but I I just pre-ordered NBA 2K18. Yeah, so. I, I am. I, like I know you games. are, yeah. yeah. So those are all fun games. And they actually added a story mode into that too, which yeah. is actually going to be kind of cool. Um, How in God's fucking name can you do a story mode so for a basketball? they kind of so added in like a GTA like it's it's like, like story it's like mode. A, yeah, it's like a it's like a you um create a player like my player story mode. And you actually like go through like the streets of wherever you grew up, whatever ghetto you are, <laughs> you know, or city you came Brooklyn from. Brooklyn or the you project. Whoa. Whoa. That's football. Okay, so that'll be a Madden. Basketball guys are good to their wives, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> ba- ba- basketball are, is guns in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. No, football is where you get into a lot of the beatings because they just can't take it anymore. All those, right. all those roids. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, Destiny, I definitely... Definitely recommend the second one. 
you don't need to play the first one to know the second one. Right. So you, you know can completely story or, skip it. Right. Um, there's really, if you really want to learn about it, go run line and read about it because right. the game, you're not going to miss anything. Uh, and the second one's just better. That's my two cents. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that Destiny 1, uh, it had its moment, but obviously if you want to continue and you want to play with the largest group of people, you're going to play the second. There's no reason to go back to Destiny 1. Uh, Destiny 2 is amazing. And I, I don't think, I think the best way to play it is with the Hateful Geeks. Yes. There you go. And I will hold out my final judgment until I see the raids. Simply because we all played Sweater. We all love Sweater. We like, yes, this game is awesome. Leveling is awesome. I love it so much. The characters are awesome. Get to the end. It nothing the bed. It literally turned me off from the entire game. Like they brought out like several expansions. They brought out you know like modifiers for the classes. I have no interest because the <laughs> fucking nothing to do end game was stupid. Game. Right. So hopefully the, the, this is, the, the, they need to go with the raids before. So I'm not worried about Bungie that. Bungie has never ever let us down no. with a raid. Right. All of the raids in Destiny One were good in one way or another. Oh, Vault of, Vault of Glass was the best amazing. raid I've ever seen in my life. And I've played Warcraft since vanilla. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Damn. that's a huge, huge endorsement of Iron. Oh, it, right. it had the puzzles, it had the difficulty, it had the bosses that were just awesome. It, it just had everything. It was perfect. That sounds like a really good, yeah, pretty good endorsement. Yeah, yeah. And I expect our, th- this end game in Bungie or Bungie Two Destiny Two to work the same. Their, their so. rates will be the same, and and we'll get one every what three months or so, mm-hmm. three five months. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they keep putting them out and. And that's 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 a pretty good that's a pretty good turnaround, pretty good basis. And that's another like, good yeah. nice thing about them too is yes, they do add expansions, mm-hmm. but they wait until they completely divulge all of the stuff that they wanted to do on day one until they start making you pay for stuff. Right now, you don't have to pay for any of this extra stuff they're going to put out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay. You don't, you don't have to pay to play for you know the extra raid or right. extra. You can buy like vanity items, but you don't have to pay money to buy like the good gear, which I hate. A lot of like some of the games do that. Um, it's all already there. It's it's all they have a really good system. My, micro transactions, right. just which they have. But like I said, it's all vanity stuff, right? And even those you actually can get um, without buying them, right? Which is an which is smart. Bungie's once again figured out the formula. You can get access to the the vanity customization stuff in game. You just got to put in the time and effort, or if you can pay money for it and get it quicker, it's it's smart. You can ask mommy and daddy never to pay to win. There's no pay to win. Yeah, no pay to win. You don't have to like, you don't have to do that to just get the great gear, which Good. I hate the games do that sometimes. Right. So conclusion is uh, Tim's going to buy the game tonight. Uh, he's going to download awesome. it and he's going to play yeah, he is. right now. Yeah, and then you know, he's going to send me a quick uh, message and I'm going to send him an inviting game to join our clan, so, the Hateful Geeks. Plan. Possibly. Possibly. There's the plan. Don't deviate. Stay I mean, on let target. Me, let, let me finish Uncharted Lost Legacy. Stay on target. <laughs> <laughs> You're too long. You're too long. <laughs> Um, do we have anything else we want to plug before we get off? Follow us on the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Hateful Geeks. Yes, do all of that. And and I'll whore out for the clan again. Join join the Hateful Geeks clan. Do it, because Tim's going yeah, to. We're going to be playing a lot of Destiny too. so if you even want to talk to us or socialize with us, this is the only way you'll be. Yeah, outside of this, we're going to be on there all the time. So join us, join those uh, those movie guys, uh, several of our other nerd friends, and we'll we'll just yell at you for sucking. My wife threw a, threw a going away party for me because she knew I was gone on release day. <laughs> seriously, I don't know where my wife is. <laughs> seriously, she, she's <laughs> seriously she's lost. I don't I don't know what happened. I'm 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 lost. I don't know where she. Is. Anyway. I'm pretty sure uh, our next uh, episode will probably circle back into talking 
movies, shows, and everything. So if you haven't seen it yet, oh yeah, go see it. Go see that. You can float down here too. Yeah, so it was yeah, really next, good. Next episode, we'll 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 branch out a little more. We just wanted to get this in, this review in because it just dropped, and one of our geek members had not played it. So um, definitely, we'll definitely touch on that. Yeah, stuff. to get learned, right. get learned, get learned. Educate me. All right. Well, we'll see you next time, Guardians. I'm Phil. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy. And this is Tim. And we are the Hateful Geeks. It all floats. <laughs> Poop. Poop. <laughs> Poop. Poop floats. Hope floats. He left a floater. All right, I'm going to stop recording. He left a floater. I'm going to stop recording. We all put okay. down here. We all... <laughs>